Netflix new show, The Upshaws, has everybody in the uproar, which makes me question, are black families properly represented on TV? Some people say you got to pick a side, blackish or these new TV shows. I'm not sure, but we get into it now on Textually Active. everybody welcome back to another episode of textually active actually active this is your weekly dose of conversations about navigating the digital age while dealing with friendships relationships and all the ships in between i'm rez and i got Meezy with me gang only e is on the boards yo it was a low gang low gang vibrations <laughs> and we're here for another episode how y'all feeling it's been a long fucking week and it's only tuesday Right. Yeah. Facts. I don't I'm uh I'm a little tired of managing everything. You know, work, home, adulting, shit, myself. This shit nasty. It's it's really this shit exhausting. Nasty, bro. It's nasty. It's then like trying nasty. to manage healthy eating on I'm top nasty. of everything. It's just it's nasty, bro. It's nasty. It's nasty. And it's summer outside. I gotta be an adult. I just got vaxxed up. <laughs> I, I got the vex. Like, fam, imagine if we had kids. I can't imagine. <laughs> I I don't know. I every day I wake up, um, thinking about so many things. <laughs> I just want things to get better, but I don't know how. Um, that was good. And I don't know how parents do it because when I come home, I just can't wait to just lay down and do nothing for the most part. I don't do it, but that is like my goal to get there. But when you're a parent, you have to worry about what this person's going to eat, what they're going to do, how you going to keep them occupied. What if they got homework? Bro, I, I guess not. Uh, last night, Jazz took me to a, a benefit, like a little award ceremony for her job Aww. and shit. The parents said we had to decide if we wanted to come to this or go to our daughter a softball game. Dang. And guess where they was at? At the event? <laughs> I'd like it. <laughs> fuck them kids. Nah, fuck them kids is crazy. <laughs> Apparently, my friends made a pregnancy pack without me. So, a lot of my girls are running around pregnant. That's their fault. Pregnant. She in the corner, pregnant. That's their fault. They she was, pregnant. They was in the house fucking and waited till we go back outside to be <laughs> to, pregnant. To be pregnant. Like, what kind of wild all shit summer. All summer long. You had time. You didn't do that shit. Baby, that baby could have been uh, daycare ready if you'd have did it early in, exactly, uh, in, the, bro. in the pandemic. Right. They so couldn't be walking by now. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, they wouldn't have been walking. Could have wa- been walking. Could have been able to watch themselves by now. Right. right. But um, this week for our topic, we want to get into, I don't know if you can tell by the pre-conversation, but we want to talk about the black family dynamic. We watched the Upshaws uh, this past week and it got us thinking Upshaws or blackish. Like, what is the perfect combination for the black family representation on television? And there are a few shows that come to mind when we think about like black shows and black family dynamics. Um, I'm just going to speak for this generation because I'm not going to lie. When. Uh, Family Matters and all that stuff was on. I really wasn't trying to trying to tune into this. So I'm going to start at Bernie Mac show. Wow. <laughs> Proud family. Wow. Okay. The Parkers. Sister, sister, Moesha. I'm going to speak for myself. That's that's what I was watching. Um, and just how 
we're represented because I feel like the conversation around the Upshaws right now is that some people like it and some people don't. Some people say that it's things that we already see and others are like, nah, this is this is what it is. Like, this is my representation for what a black family dynamic looks like. And other people are like, no, I'm I'm tired of seeing the toxic husband, the light skinned wife, yada, yada, yada. So I want to talk about it. I want to see where our heads are at. What is our reality around black family dynamics and where we stand on the side of what we want to see um, from these family sitcoms because it don't seem like they about to stop. They coming out with another uh, rendition of the ishes. We get ish. more ish, more ish, more ish for more your ish. for your head top. So somebody said they about to go. They about to do a space version. Call it alien ish, <laughs> alien ish, <laughs> alien ish, uh, Puerto Rican ish. We just gonna get it all. The anything, <laughs> but uh, I think it's it's becoming one of those things where. In order to create good TV, it's got to be real. And what that means is you got to play off stereotypes. So if you take all of the stereotypes you can think about black people and put them on TV, you're sure to get at least a third of the black audience with it. And then I think the another third of the black audience comes from hate watching. Yeah. So I feel like... Oh, yeah. We, one thing about us, we're going to hate watch. We're going to hate watch something. So I feel like what's happening is uh, it becomes repetitive because it's the same stereotypes that we keep having to watch. But it it be true. It be true. Like, I watched the Upshaws and thought... My dad must be getting a check from this because this is kind of his life. <laughs> like this is kind of his life. The Your two kids, two kids, same age, light skin, dark skin moms. Like I'm like, he was married to one of them. He he never dating. He was barely with the other one. Like I'm like, bro, this is my life to a T. What the fuck going on? I can you, see you some. Check, you said. I need to go check the credits. You said he had multiple grills over there. Yeah, oh, this nigga is buying grills. He might have got a check. This nigga is Sunday, uh, Saturday afternoon ready. The likelihood of someone's last name being Johnson on the credits is highly likely. Right. Probably. I think I can see. Yeah, just put my old government out there. <laughs> I can see some. Everybody's last name is that. I can see um, some similarities in Mr. Upshaw, um, Mike Epps' character. And my father, too. Yeah. Like, just the humor factor, the girl dad factor. He right. owns a business. And he a little toxic a little bit. Yeah. I could see that. Like, if, to have the perfect dad right now, like, the perfect TV dad, he got to be toxic. Yeah. He got to be toxic. He got to be a little toxic. Because dad, black dads are toxic as fuck. Uh, um, <laughs> Let's get into it. Black dads is toxic as fuck. Um, my dad... My dad's is his favorite jokes are the most problematic jokes. Like his favorite joke in I, the I, world. I, I don't know if you want to repeat it, but no, go ahead. It's a safe space. You know why I like midget so much? Why? Cause I'm nuts over her. Got it. Got it. <laughs> like, okay. like these are some of like problematic for no reason. Got it. You know what I'm but like, you know that's that's that's. Kind of the best part about going home for me <laughs> is that I get those problematic takes that I don't normally hear in my day to day because a lot of niggas be sensitive. 
They don't want to hear jokes like that. Yeah. Um, and you just get a piece of it. It's stuff that, you know, my dad say that it can't be repeated. Yeah, but you know the crazy thing about that is? I think it's normal for us. That's why, like, there's a certain group of us in this millennials that go that be online. And that, the shit that they be upset about online, we already, like, went through and seen. And this shit done happened before. We lived it. Like, we won't be upset about it. Like... Kevin, Kevin, there's nothing Kevin Samuels can say that a motherfucker online probably ain't already told you and you just ignoring it. Like you upset because Kevin Samuels said it in front of an audience. He just got a microphone in front of him. Yeah, that's it. Like, bro, it's like living. If you were ever on Twitter between 2010 and 2014, there is there is nothing you haven't seen, haven't heard, haven't smelled, spelled and seen. A lot of these conversations are repetitive. Yeah. But I think we do have to. If your dad was born in between the 50s, 70s, might be a little toxic. Yeah. He might be a little toxic. But that's something that we already know. So when we see it on TV, it's not too far-fetched. Yeah, it don't be. Like, the dads... I mean, we do see a good representation of, like, the good dad on TV, too. Yeah. So the dad from... Moms could be toxic, too. Moms... Especially moms in that in that range too, fifty to seventies. Not my mom. Black mom. My mom not toxic. Let's let's just say black moms. My mom black. She not toxic. Your mom probably toxic. <laughs> Lisa, she not toxic. She probably toxic. Nah. Lisa nah. a little toxic. Lisa not toxic. Not with you, but I'm pretty sure there's some shit that going in that house. You be like, I believe it, but really, like, nah. She's a free spirit. I don't think she has like that old. Mentality. I told her that I wanted hookah at my wedding, and she said, "Yeah, sure." Our joke, our me and E's running joke about Lisa is that she's going to support you from no, ma- start to finish. That's toxic. No, it's not. It's toxic. But she toxic knows. <laughs> no, she'll know at the end of it that this might not end up well. Love but you, I'm still going to support it because there is a lesson somewhere in there. It's and toxic. And then when I come back and tell her the lesson, she's like, "I knew it was going to happen." Is Toxic. It's not toxic. It, it allows is. you to learn. So when I'm going out and doing something, I'd be less likely to take heed if she was like, nah, you probably shouldn't do that because it's going to end up like this. It's, I'm not going to get hurt. You was going to do it anyway, though. Yeah, you, exactly. Because so, you toxic. So. I, I, wait, what? I'm not. No, turn the sound off. I am not toxic. Okay. A liar, too. I, I can tell. Bro, how, <laughs> liar, how, how you gonna lie too? She a liar, toxic, <laughs> son of a Heart, heartbreaker. I don't watch back in my life, so yeah. I'm taking. But that's just, I think, let's just keep it above. Black people are toxic. Meezy, you just going down the whole. We line. are, bro. That's why we don't like shit. Black people are toxic. Okay, let me hear this. We we don't like shit because. You ever notice a motherfucker will be upset about the food they got at a restaurant mm-hmm. only because they had to pay for it. Right. I ain't never seen nobody vocalize that they couldn't cook at home and they shit was trash at home. Yeah, they do. <laughs> like, I ain't never heard nobody say I can't cook. I made some spaghetti last night. It was nasty. Like, I've never heard no shit like that. <laughs> like, I've never heard no shit like that. Because when you go out to a restaurant, these are people who are getting paid to be there. Delusional. They are trained. Do you not realize they are regular? If they, if motherfucker came in and complained about everything you did at your job every fucking day. 
they have been trained <laughs> to cook the food. They done went through a training probably like four to six weeks. Not everybody. They follow behind somebody to learn not how every, to make that food. Not everybody. So if I'm paying for it, yes, I'm going to complain. I have the right to complain. Fucking toxic. It's not toxic. Fucking toxic. So you, the alternative is to sit there and take it. Or stay at home. No. I think, uh, I'm going out. <laughs> For an occasion. All right, what else you got though? So think, we complain, so we toxic because we complain. Everybody I, I, complain. I think, I think we're kind of derailing, but we're not really back on family. No, we're we gonna get there. Okay. So what else we what else is toxic about black people? You can't satisfy black people in no way, no no way or form. It's a very self and I fuck it. I say it, we're kind of self serving people. We we don't mind. We like see what you go through, but just because we go through a lot more. We don't really care about the issue. Like, nigga, like, we wanted Joe Biden in there, but now Joe Biden won't sign a bill for us at all. And it's a toxic ass. Why I keep using toxic? It's a bad situation we in. But we not finna support shit else. Like, like you done with us. Like, once you burn a bridge with black people, it's done. So, do you think this ties into how we don't like the representation that we see on TV? Oh, yeah. Like, the fuck lean away train I've been a part of because once Master of None just came back on Sunday. I don't really care. Master of None. Can you run that by? What is that show about? Uh, The Indian Life. Oh, with Aziz, yeah. And she's a writer. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm, I might check it out this week. I might not. Like, depends on which episode she wrote. Like, her shit, I'm over. Like, you're not doing anything for us. You just, like, you just like being the face of these new black creatives that we got. So when they start putting shit on TV, they're just putting shit on TV. No matter what it is. She created a whole horror thing. Horror. Horror. That's a hell of a word. Horror. Horror. Yeah. Horror. Horror show. It still sounds like horror no matter how you say it. Like, oh, it's very horror. But it's like, bro, we never asked you to do that. Like, who I don't know who thought this was a good idea. It's more traumatizing than it was helpful. She saw the guys, uh, Key and Pill, do it and saw the reaction that they got for it. And she was like, hold my freaking strap. I'm about <laughs> to get in there and show them how it's done. And she just fucked niggas up. Like, it's people that are not. Uh, that, that's a good joke. It's people that are not coming back from watching uh, this, them, uh, them, this, them, it, this is us. Right. It, like people are traumatized behind watching it. Yeah. Um, I think the thing in TV is that there, everybody wants to be seen in everything. Right. Everybody wants representation in I, everything. I also don't think that matters either. Neither. And if you don't see your family dynamic represented in your show, you're probably like, eh, that ain't true. It don't happen. But there are scenarios out there um, in the upshaws when you do have a dad who got two women pregnant at the same time, married to that wife, and the household is cool, but he's still a little toxic. He's not uh, He's not adjusting to what it means to be a girl dad and spoiler alert having a gay son and then being a good husband at the same time. Yeah. You know, and but the thing that burnt that cuts the burn a little bit of that reality for some people is that it's funny. We can't take away from that show being funny and relatable. Um the auntie on there 
Funny as hell. Funny as hell. Their dynamic, Mike Epps and I'm forgetting her name is Black. Wanda Sykes. Wanda Sykes. Good. Who would have thought? They get, we've seen it before. Oh, where? It definitely gives me Martin and Pam vibe. Yeah. It gives me a, well, I don't know. Like, definitely Jamie, Martin and Pam. Like, Jamie would just make fun of anybody. But it's like, we catch those. Like, I feel like, I feel like in order of. <laughs> I feel like in order to have a successful show on TV, black TV show, you have to take elements for everything and put them together and put it together. I mean, this. I mean, this, how creative can you really be? Like, there's only <laughs> there's only a certain amount of genres. There's only a certain amount of plots. Like, then you're gonna have The Sims. It's basically gonna be The Sims. We going from house to house to house to see what's going on in everybody's be house. Fire. Be fire. Realistically, though, how many family dynamics do we have? Right now, that could be represented. They got a regular, the traditional family, a nuclear family, nuclear family, mom, mom dad, dad, children, yeah, dog, house, whatever. Then you got the blended family. Mom and dad broke up. So either one of them is, uh, one of them is either uh, one of the steps is there, huh? Stepdad, stepdad, stepmom, grandma, uh, other kids, other oh. kids, or fucking widowed. Like it's a widow when the the mom dies, like Keenan. Keenan's a single dad now on his show that I'm sure nobody watched because nobody ever talks about it. Uh <laughs> so he's like single dad, mom's dead. Uh you got uh you got a single dad, just single dad. Rarely get a single mom. We was talking about this the other day. Yeah. Single Mom is not really a show that we saw much. I think E, you brought it up. The Parkers, uh, the Parkers may be that's, the only one the I only, remember. That's the only one I could think of. That's the only one I really remember. Florida Evans on Good Times with Single Mom, but her kid was, they were fucking adults by the time James died. Do we really want to see Single Moms, though? Why not? It's well, more of a reality. So what would you say Sister Sister was? Because they weren't together, right? Nah. That's a blended family. That was a blended family because it was adopted. And so they like just lived together because they realized they were sisters. Mm-hmm. It was a mom and there's a mom and a dad in the household, so it's like a blended family. Like we don't like I think this all that's left is a single mom. I don't know any single mom. Like, I mean, if you see, but the thing is, if you do see that dynamic, if you do see that dynamic, it only is uh, it's the tragedy of it all. Somebody's that, dad died. No, no it's de- dead or in jail. We in the city, y'all. Right, uh, either dead or in jail. And typically, they can't handle being a single mom. They can't hand. They can't. They can't manage that child because, yeah. like, they're working. You know, they're they're working overtime. Like, it's never the successful single mom. Yeah. Would people want to see a, a a struggling single mom, or would they rather see a triumphant, overcoming, strong single mom? We should ask our friends that single moms. How about how about you just put single moms in a room and for a focus group? Oh. <laughs> And see how it will go because honestly, I think people would hate it. <laughs> I think people would hate but it. But that's because society hates black women. I think they would hate it. I think they would say, "Why can't she have a husband? Why? Do, why does she have to be a single mom? There are moms out there who have husbands. Not every black woman is a single mom. I probably wouldn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> why not? Because I want to see 
what I want to see as a black woman is black people thriving and being happy. I, I said this in our previous episode. I don't want to see black trauma. So if there was a single mom show, I know it would be some aspect of struggle, some aspect of overcoming. And it's just like, I don't want to go through that. So here's the question we need to start having with ourselves. How is being single struggle? She could be the CEO of Fortune 500 companies. We're seeing, seeing this. There are women who run companies by themselves. Didn't self-made. Naomi just have a baby? Naomi in her 50s. In her 50s. Does she have a... I don't even know who her man is. I don't even know who the she baby is. She had to have is. somebody to have the baby with. I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's anybody. Whoever was lucky enough. 2021. You, you know, 2021. <laughs> like, whoever. You really don't need no man to make a baby in 2021. Uh, probably not. And, I mean, I would have I went to the sperm bank for that one. <laughs> I'd have got me a little. Do you go back pizza. and check and see if that was your baby? Do they let you know at the sperm bank if your sperm, which your sperm did? Uh, I think, I think once it goes. <laughs> but still, like you I feel like, like you just you like yo, he got my nose though. <laughs> Every time you see the kid with when Naomi, like oh, that's me, that's me. But uh, like I, I feel like there are women who are who are happy single. In a in a late to you know late thirties plus like up. And so I feel like you could make that show happen. Some women just want kids. They Kevin Samuel said women don't want to want to be single. Kevin Sam- Kevin Samuels is a single nigga. Nobody want him. Let's talk about that. He's single too. <laughs> He's been divorced twice, I think. Okay. He, he said that women be lying when they said that they don't. They be wanting a man. So they be lying to him. Mm-hmm. I just think um, you're right. There are some high points that you could highlight if you're if you're filming that. But we don't even got a, a lesbian fan, like mom and dad, black lesbian mom and dad on TV. On the shy, we do. I don't count. Well, it counts. Never it does count. It the counts. shy. Um, I, guess, I mean, but a lot of the stuff that we're, we're using as examples are sitcoms. So, like, you don't see it in sitcoms. Like, you know, like, but, like, 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 what's what's gonna hit? What's gonna hit either like? ABC, like what's gonna hit the like the main channel yeah. or you know like Netflix or them can hit. I feel like those can hit on there. Like all we want is like. Hey, you want to know the only single mom show that's really out there is uh what's it called The Handmaid's Tale. That's the only thing that's really out there, and that's tragic. Not a single mom. She. I mean, was she's forced a into she's... sex slaving. <laughs> I mean, that's but that's wild. just that's just proving the point. Yeah, but I'm like I feel like as consumers, I know we've had this conversation numerous times on our show, but it's really about the family dynamics of how it's looking toward for us, like fam. All we want to see on TV is what I think wrestling does best. Like not now, but when you think of wrestling in the '90s, it took something that was happening for real and made a storyline. Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart did not like each other. So you know how we can get the best of them when we put them on TV? Play into it. So if we just fucking took, all right, fucking look, some story out of the blue. You take a, take Future. Future. Successful father with all these baby, baby mamas. Or Nick Cannon. Or Nick Cannon. Take the storyline. And figure out how they deal with this shit day to day. Like, look at his his story would be a great TV show. Successful guy for Zeus. 
Force is spread. It'll be a reality hey, show. I still watch it. Going up, doing numbers. We Zeus is hilarious, but they know exactly who to market to. They sure do. They are. Hey, I don't even know who pays for this. I don't know who owns this. Every time I see a show on there, Ray J and Princess Love got their name in the credits. But listen, we don't need to be on a big channel. This is subscription based. We're going to market to the black people on the internet because that's who's going to watch. And it's a success. Every time it gets you, it even hits you with a little nostalgia. Throw chance from love from I Love New York on there. Get him a show to do something. Like, they understand you take pieces of reality and make it real. That's why they keep putting shit on there. Well, I think a lot of the shows on Zeus, it, they are reality shows. And the thing about reality TV is that it's reality. So, as a generation, I feel like we we started watching TV or started really watching the things that we wanted to watch around reality. So we got Real World, we got Bad Girls Club, we got Big Brother, a whole bunch of bachelorettes, bachelor shows, and we enjoy that reality feel. So then when you're switching from that reality content and going over to your modern day sitcom, it's kind of like, eh, I don't know, this is... That shit this. fake. But they, in, in entertainment, they have to put an emphasis on the the scenario to make it entertaining because it's entertainment. It's always fucking so always I mean same trauma. thing with reality though. Always love and hip hops, they they do things to manufacture those relationships and people throwing drinks. Like those people ain't really friends. Talk to Porsche about it. <laughs> but they make it look that way for TV. So if we're gonna break down the family dynamics and what we have on TV, I think we get at least four categories. We get the two-parent, the blended family. We get the single parent. We get the married parent. And we get the co-parent, which I think is like the Upshaws. Yeah. Um, I can't really think of any other shows that have that co-parent dynamic. Um. Yeah. yeah. But if you can think of one, put it in the comments. I can't think of one. I can't think of one nigga had to go pick up his kid on the weekends. And then take them. I think and bring them back. We could not, say a little not bit just more take them, bring them back. Yeah. Having the weekend dad, just that. Like we on, like the whole series be him, but like on a, like on the weekend. On the weekends, the kid has come. Doing like, the fun stuff. Yeah, like. And when we say co, when we say when we're talking about these shows, we're talking about black shows. I don't want to switch over to the white side because yeah, I, I mean the only thing I want to see from from that side is like white trauma. I like the I I watch that. But I don't like seeing black trauma. What's white trauma? Naked and afraid. <laughs> that's just regular it, that's, trauma. That's, that's fucking white trauma. <laughs> that's bad I've never this. seen white people cry so much <laughs> than when I started watching Naked and Afraid. Boy, was I entertained. I was like, oh, look at all these white tears. Oh, yes. It was joy. Fucking real world. <laughs> real world. Niggas fighting all the time. Yeah, but... Um, so when people have the argument that the Upshaws is something that we always see, I have to disagree. I don't think it's something that we always see. It's different. I think it's the most realest thing we're going to get on TV. It'll be the realest thing we can get on TV. I know we like to push this positive narrative. I said this last week. We don't like positive shit. Yeah. And we keep trying to push this positive narrative, but everybody ain't going to end up doctors. Everybody not going to end up tech moguls. Everybody not going to 
be successful. Some of you niggas is going to work nine to fives at grocery stores. Some of you niggas going to be nine to fives at fucking pizza places. Regular fucking shit. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's nothing wrong with doing that. I don't need to be perfect like blackish. Yeah, that's all, that's what I was going to say on the flip side. Blackish, you got the dad. I don't need to be perfect like that. You got the mom working and they just have first world problems. They have first world problems that a lot of, you know, a lot of us don't ever get to. Mm -hmm. A lot of us don't reach. I always wondered what it would be like to go through problems, but you have money. That's what you get when you watch Blackish. I mean, I mean more. I mean, more money equals more problems, but I just think they different problems. Yeah. I don't think they be the same problem. Like your, your kid is in school acting up in a private school that you pay for. Yeah, selling uh-huh. drugs, like doing drugs and selling drugs and some shit. Wife had a hard doing gangster shit. Like, <laughs> like you ever noticed that be the that be the hard part on these shows that the kid doing some shit they don't have to do, but then they'll show us a TV show where the kid has to do these things in order because, like, nigga, my mom worked one job, she don't get paid enough. I'm the older child in this household. Boom, I gotta do this. Like, I get tired I'm, of that shit. I'm, I'm going to throw it out there. What? Why is it always that the it's always the son that has to do the, the stuff that, that he shouldn't be doing? It's usually because he be the oldest, the oldest kid, the one but, son. I mean, like, like what, what's going to be the situation where it's like it's the oldest daughter? And, you know, she, I mean, she Bernie Mac, it was she, older daughter. And she go to P-Valley. <laughs> she was, she was shit, tearing bro. it up. And the she, older daughter was tearing hey. it up. And she go to the pink. That's what I want to know. Like, and that would be that? a fire show. Like even, like even with P Valley, way more realistic because we know it's a bunch of women out there getting money and trying to get out the game. Shout out to Mercedes, can't miss you, boo. Shout out to Mercedes. Trying to get out, out the to game. Mississippi. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to them fire pictures they dropped. Them girls is <laughs> like why? Like that's what I be be trying to figure out. That's a dynamic. That's a family dynamic too. A lot of black daughters can't stand they fucking mamas. Mercedes and yeah, they stand they fucking mama. Yeah, her mama had a hard time accepting the fact that she was a stripper. If you haven't watched it, P Valley, um, Mercedes was a stripper and her mom was heavy in the church, and her mom would take her money to fund the stripper the money to fund the church. But you but don't like that. Yeah, she still looked down on her, and they had like a tough relationship. Like you don't like. I think she even said she used to use Mercedes. Like maybe not sexually, but like inferring like go see my daughter and shit like that to get money out of this at I the think church. that's what I liked about it though I don't I don't think we see a lot of mother-daughter relationships like that on TV and it happens in real life it does happen I know a few girls who really don't get along with their mother hate their mamas yeah Wanna. I just think um for me personally my family dynamic I'm not sure if I would want to see that on TV I have a biological mother. I have a stepmother. I have my father um, and my stepmother. They're together. And then my sister. So, honestly, though, it kind of would be funny. Because we was given uh, Lisa, we was given Lisa hell when she first, <laughs> when she first came into the family. Is that, is it because this was something new and you really didn't want to see it? Or was it just like some like we are going through like we just was gonna be bad anyway? You ever heard that song, Step Daddy? <laughs> yes. 
you ain't my daddy. Shut up. That's what it was given. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was given. So I think that would be fun to see on TV. Yeah. I mean, do you? As long you as you got to think about the the toll that that puts on your relationship. Unless it comes like it's. I guess I guess that's what would happen. That's why it's relatable. I was about to say, unless they don't ever make like, let's show me one where they don't like get good. Like you always just hate your stepmom forever. Oh yeah, and y'all grow up hating each other. Yeah. Oh, you know what though? We did see that on Moesha. Yeah, Moesha hated D in the beginning, but then her like her and D got cool they got enough. close. They got cool enough. Mm-hmm. And then you got the the rich auntie. We're gonna need some portrayal of poor auntie. <laughs> auntie they go to her nine to five but still look at y'all on the weekend that's, auntie that's, that's, that's Rachel everything. from Family Matters Family Matters oh, oh she did have to live with them but owned her own restaurant I was confused and then they just disappeared like what happened she just disappeared and left the kid <laughs> she started doing drugs oh no <laughs> he over there did you put that on the he over there doing the uh the, she was she was shooting that dog food. Nah. Which is crazy because when you look at that. Alright, let <laughs> What happened to the daughter? On what show? On Family Man. She just went upstairs and never came back. She never came back downstairs. Never never at never never talked about this again. She just went upstairs and never came home. They wrote her character off the show. How do you write a character off a show by telling her to go upstairs? And that was it. She just stayed in her room the whole time. Fuck that shit, bro. I just think um, some of my best shows, some of my favorite shows had a little, little slither of reality of things that could be true. And then some of the things that I could relate to. And I think it's hard finding that balance in shows. And sometimes it's painful to see the truth. But I think for me, it'd be the reality be the parts that I like a, a lot. Like, Grand Army on Netflix was a white show, but... Oh, yeah, I did like that. But I did feel bad for Dom, the black girl, because she was young. She was, like, junior high school, young, going places, extremely smart. But she couldn't go nowhere because her family was... They were immigrants. Her mom had to work. A bunch of hours her sister had to work, but then she hurt her back, so she couldn't work. Right, I remember that. A lot of that shit wasn't legal. Like, I liked it. It made me feel bad for her. So the show was called Grand Army. It was on Netflix, and it was about a bunch of high school kids and their experience. And Dom was one of the students that they they highlighted. Um, But I watched it, too, and that piece of reality really stuck out to me. And then there's the other one... um, Euphoria. I mean, yeah, yeah kind of grazed over the fact that she was being given a, a rear, uh, an arranged marriage, too. Right. Oh, yeah, she was being like, arranged to be She married. wasn't even like, she didn't never get a chance to live her life. And I feel like that's a lot of girls' stories at some point. Like, you would always hear about the mama and shit or whatever. And the, the, the older sister took care of the house and became the mom in most situations. And shit like that. Like, Maybe the problem is that you got to pay that premium to see that type of content. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Because for HBO Max. Now, you, now you're doing you it. Because ABC and all of them, they're not really going to get into it. But HBO Max, they're going to get to the you might be, You might be doing it. Netflix, you paying 15 Some people, 17 to get that you doing a knowledge. That we not, we not, show you the We're going to give you a cookie cutter ass storyline on this free ass channel. Damn, that makes sense now. I never thought about that. 
But Euphoria, when I saw Euphoria, and if you haven't watched it, great show, another show about high school kids, and it touches on drug addiction um, and, like, popularity and how oh, it plays a role I wish on, they start talking about 20-year-olds and their drug addictions. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, it was kind of... It was hard to watch, but I know, I mean, I'm not in high school, but I'm pretty sure if I had to imagine what high school is like now for young girls and young guys, that's what it would be like. Because there is so much pressure on these kids. We had MySpace and MySpace wasn't giving you video clips. MySpace wasn't giving you the insight on what celebrities life is like. MySpace was just giving you a top eight and you might fall out with your friends, but you could co- you could learn how to code because you had to set that profile up. If you wanted the rain falling when they came on your profile, you had your favorite song and then you could just like dress it up. It wasn't it wasn't much of an interaction. Whole lot but of, growing up with Instagram. Whole lot of RAM being used. <laughs> whole lot of RAM. Computer be slow as shit. Growing up with Instagram has to be an experience. You think so? You could even get MySpace on your phone, could you? Yeah. Yeah, I had a little Nokia that could do it. A little LG that could do it. Okay, flex then. Big flex. I had to wait to get home on my computer. Which is some wild shit to think about in 2021. Like, nigga, I don't... I don't remember the last time I touched my computer. <laughs> oh yeah, I I use my computer, <laughs> but I think it's it's just like we there are these stories that they can give us, and you might have touched on a on a perfect point. I be forgetting that some of these sitcoms that don't come on subscriptions come on plain as white people funded TV. Mm-hmm. ABC, NBC. The major network. Fox. But there's only so much. I don't you even think show. Fox got a black show right now. It's only show, so much stuff that you could show because you know the people who are still paying for cable, they got a lot of opinions. And they not even watching that shit. It's you know, the commercials. It's, it's the people that don't have cable that watch this shit. It's the commercials that mess them up. Because if you pan, if you pan for cable, you see the commercials and then you wait for the commercial to get back and it's some BS that you don't want to see, I'd be a little hot too. Um, another show that's doing good things is Pose. Now, Pose is ending, which is sad. It's very sad, but Pose did a very good job representing what it was like to be gay in the 80s. I've seen like a few episodes of Pose, and I wasn't upset because it felt real. Like, if I like look, kept looking at it, like, I was like, all right, I'll say it. it might be problematic, but I'll say it. You think Billy Porter wrote that role and had or had the writers write that role specifically because he understood it? Like that is a role you cannot not live that role and play it that well. He plays the hell out of that role. I mean, prayers to him. I mean, well, like, yeah, prayers to Billy Porter. You know, he announced that he was he's been living HIV positive. What? And you know what I'm saying? And the character, spoiler alert, HIV positive. HIV positive. Like you can't. Act that roll out perfectly. Wow. Like he like had to do something. Like it's gotta be reality based for you to like for it to be, like hit like that. I don't know if you saw the latest episode of Pose, but they went home. He went home to tell his mom, so, auntie. That's the one I saw. Great freaking episode. So that episode was 
everything. Uh, full of all the TV moms. Full of all the TV moms <laughs> that we've saw, mom. we seen. The mom from Sister Sister. <laughs> was Sister Sister. It was uh, the fresh, first Fresh, fresh Prince, Prince mom. mom. And it was uh, uh, Craig's mama from Friday. So Pose is about the... If you listen to Tia, you probably watch Pose, but I'm going to say it anyway. Pose is about... Being gay in the 80s and that dynamic of when you came out and what it was like to find a family in ballroom. So if you don't know about ballroom, go type it in on Google. And I'm not talking about the things that you dress up and you go to. It's like an actual affair. It's a ball. You go there, you have a great time and it's different houses. So during that time when people were getting thrown out of their house in the 80s for being gay, they're all out there. A lot of homeless kids, they had to form a bond. So these gay people uh, who all have similar backgrounds would get together and make a house. And in order to keep the house sustained or to have fun, they would go to balls. Yeah, Each house yeah. goes to the ball, compete. It's great. Um, so that's what that show is about. Very good. Really enjoyable TV. Um, touches on a lot of issues. HIV, um, cocaine, drug use, abuse. I, I like it. Those like are the representations show. I mind. Like something that's real. I, I just like real, like real, bro. So, like, is it safe to say that you like uh, redemption stories? Is that what it is? It ain't even gotta be a redemption story. Like, like just real shit. Like, like a show on stars that didn't get its credit when it was on air because it just had too much flair around it. What some power was next to it? It got too much flair. But Survivor's Remorse was a really good show. That that was a good show. <laughs> Really good that show. Was, that was like, a really good show. He and really had to deal with. I made it to the league. I got money. And now I this is how I got to deal with my family. Yeah, I got to take care of my family. <laughs> I got to like it's a real fucking story. Like you hear stories all the time of like parents of celebrity or parents of successful kids. There was one around, but they like to talk shit about the kids, even though the kids got money and they might not be supporting them like right, that. Like, like you this like shit the, all the time. The budgeting of you know of it all. Yeah, you know, like. And so I like shit like shit like that. Real. Like real just real shit. Like nigga. My mom and dad didn't become a doctor in a fucking I just keep using blackish because fuck them. I, you don't like blackish? Not really. You don't like the fact that they're coming out with mixed ish? I don't the mixes mixes is already out. I liked Grownish until it got like super like dramatic. It's yeah. like, bro. I watched Grownish for a while too. Like the shit they was going through on Grownish when she got to college seemed like everybody wanted to date each other. Felt like high school shit. Mm-hmm. Like if you want to show me a real college, I fucking mean, that, that, that's college. Like if you want to show me a real college experience, when she when one of the girls dropped out and got pregnant, she shouldn't have came back. She shouldn't came back. A lot of people don't come back for sophomore Niggas don't year. come back. <laughs> Niggas don't come back for freshman year. They don't come middle of freshman after that first break home. You, you might Christmas break. Who flunked out? Make a break. Start a while. Hey, bro. I mean, that's at I mean. me next time, niggas. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I didn't flunk out. I it'd be, just it'd be like go back. It be like that. At, at like, me next time. Like, like who got the receipt? Who lost the receipt and can't return? Damn. Can't return. I it. think I think at 30, I'm still on academic probation. Shut <laughs> up. Stop. I just think, you know, we we do have it's hard to say that we see the the same thing. Maybe is that we gotta watch a little bit more. I think we uh maybe all right, I'll be honest. Maybe we go into things. Uh, 
Maybe we maybe we take things to hate watch. We don't want to like it. And then so we get this idea because we know to watch some because of how social media treats it. I, I, you have this narrative that we purposefully don't like we like we go into it one and be like, this is some shit. And Ooh. I don't and I don't I don't agree. I don't know if that's possible to go into something that's actually good and hate it the whole way through. I mean, Unless yeah, because yeah, I'll, I'll say with the Upshaws, right, with the, the first with the first episode. I was kind of like, this is a little slow, right? And then as stuff goes on, I'm like, I started noticing that it started to pick up. And then I had to say to myself, they filmed this during the pandemic, right? And let's assume that- It was a pandemic. You know, let's, let's, assume, let's assume that they- <laughs> Mike Hips got a band. Right. Let's assume that they like sure they were struggling. Let's say, let's, say, let's say that they weren't like doing anything right. before they did the first episode. Okay. So they were probably rusty. But by the time you got through the 10th episode, you you with each other for a couple of weeks, a couple of months, you know, because you're filming these things. Now, you, now all the dust is, is, is off. So let me ask you a question. What's the last show y'all hated? You watched it and was like, uh, I wish I would. I show seen or this. movie? I mean, that's a whole nother bag on its own. The last show you was like, this you know so what? bad. I don't know, though, because I don't finish. <laughs> I'll uh, I have a What's one. You I have a one episode, one to two episodes. No, you got a two episodes. One, if I yeah, get through the does. first episode and get to the second one, and it still ain't hitting on what it's supposed to hit on, I I might turn it off. Oh, I do that often. I she, might turn she, it off. She'll be like, "Oh, we didn't hit the limit yet." I'm like, Man. I the last show I hate watched, I hate watched was uh, Black AF. Oh yeah, I tuned that out too. It was slow on the season finale. I liked it. It was cool. I hate watch that. I turned off uh, in the middle of uh, what's the shit everybody like the sci-fi shit. Uh, the one that's about to come back, I guess. And uh, Lovecraft Country. Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country. Turned it off in the middle. Got two races. It like did. I, it's like I don't. I don't need to see all this racism. I turned off the new series of They Ready with Tiffany Haddish. I turned off Doctor Foster. I stopped watching that because it was too much trauma in the beginning. Was that what that was, Doctor? F- oh no! Behind her, her eyes. That's what it was. Oh, Behind turned- her eyes. Mm-hmm. I turned that off. But the timeline was going up about that. Everybody really enjoyed it, and I think it was. I am a little picky about the shows that are on Netflix because I like American. So when you start mixing in the European dub voiceover, <laughs> I'm not I'm not feeling that. Or it's not in America. Hey. I like to be able to watch and say, oh, they're in New York. Oh, they're in Chicago. They film this in Atlanta. Hey, let's keep it a buck. Netflix. Uh-oh. You a if you here here's one way to improve here's a here's a field survey right here and I'll show you number one when you do new releases if I already done watched it and you know I already watched it because you'll tell me what I watched take it out my new releases I already seen it number two I like the fact that you'll let something play before I watch it. Just so I can see. I don't like that. I do not like that because they will show the whole movie in that clip. They will give you start to finish all the highlights. And then what happened at the end? If you let it play for too long (laughs) Two, 
Also, along with that, can we sectionalize all of these African movies? I got you. Like, I, they look real good until you realize they're not speaking, like, full English. I wanted a black section, not a Black Lives Matter section. Ooh. Let's Let's talk about it. I didn't want Black Lives Matter because you know what that means? Policing, police brutality, people fighting for black racism. Mm. I don't want to see that. I wanted to see black shows. Jamie Foxx, Martin, Family Matters, Family Guy, shit like that. I do not want to see the black trauma section. Don't call it Black Lives Matter. It's black trauma section. I was trying to figure out how you got Family Guy and Black Lives Oh, not Family <laughs> I, I met Smart Guy, my bad. But, like, you know. That's that's what I'm looking for. And just segregate better, please. But I like just like let's. Let, I don't mind a little segregation. We can get back to it, honestly. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, we, uh, mm, I don't think the black people started COVID. Uh, they too picky. Okay. Yeah. All right. So let's go ahead and take a break and come back with our final thoughts on this topic. Let that glass be dirty at Outback. Uh, it ain't playing with them. Ain't playing with them. <laughs> All right, so we're back for our final thoughts. And I think one thing that I really want to touch on is the which side do we pick between the Upshaws and Blackish? Which kind of TV we want to see? Because these are two completely different styles of black sitcoms. Uh, Blackish is two parents, same mom, same daddy, got kids, married, successful. And they're talking about their problems within their marriage and the problems with raising children. And then we have the Upshaws, which is also a married couple, but a less uh, conventional style of the children. The dad had a baby on the mama. The baby happened to be the same age as the baby with the with the wife. Okay, and then you also have to throw in the piece that the stepmom, the the baby mama. It's a little ratchet. So three kids, blended family, I would say, and co-parenting in yep. Upshaws. Every time I'm picking no, no more real one, I don't give a fuck how good of a father Uncle Phil was. That was some nut-ass shit. So you picking the Upshaws over Upshaws Blackish? I like problematic shit. Stop feeding me happy families because these niggas ain't, ain't happy. Nigga... Eddie Winslow came from a happy family and got beat up by a gang. And his daddy was a cop and the cop couldn't do shit. So when you say, when you said last week that, or was it two weeks ago, that we don't really like positivity. I don't care about none of that. We want to see the negativity. Nigga, show us. You know what's crazy to me? We don't know what neighborhood in Chicago the Winslow lived in. But from what I know, he didn't make that much money. As a police officer in the 90s to afford the house that they lived in. And <laughs> like, anybody, anybody doing the math here? You saying he a dirty cop? The, the math ain't mathing up here. Are you saying he was still in the, yeah. the, the evidence? They had a mom, a dad, a grandma, and three kids in Chicago, and they ain't living in the hood. He was tapping into that evidence folder? Oh, I'm just, do the math, he said, people. Uh, he was like... Your mom said you're a pig now, son. <laughs> Do the math here, people. That family couldn't have been that happy. They had they had kids back to back to back to back. They had so many kids, they had to get rid of one. Policing. 
<laughs> like, come on, bro. That shit wasn't real. Like, give us real. And he hit the beat. And he was only hitting the beat. Like, he wasn't a detective. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, he, like. He was yeah. on the. Niggas didn't even fear him. They beat Eddie up knowing was his dad was a stroll. cop. Yeah, yeah. like. And you, don't give a fuck about he, your dad being on police. You finna catch this face. And he was stepping out on Harriet. Like, oh, we're not gonna talk about that. And he I was mean, cheating. That's funny. <laughs> and I know why you said that. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go into it though. But and I also don't like the fact. Alright, hit the button, I'm gonna say it. Go ahead. Niggas used to say, ooh, when Harriet came down at the steps and she was never fly. She was never fly. <laughs> Dresses with shoulder pads. She was never bad. Oh, yeah. I'm sick. Protect black woman, yo. Nah, don't do her like that. She was fly for the 90s. I um, if I had to pick a side for blackish and um, in the Upshaws, can I pick both? You one of them. You about to be one of them. Can I pick both? You about to be one of what them. What is one of them? One of them. What that mean? You you just want to see it all, but don't want to like everything too. Uh-huh. That would that be the thing? Because I'm not, I don't subscribe to Blackish. I haven't watched every single season. Sometimes it just be too much. Y'all mean to tell me y'all come on every week? <laughs> y'all mean to tell me y'all got seven seasons worth of a hundred episodes each? I can't commit to that. But if you give me a little hot little eight pack on Netflix that I could been watch, I'm going. I'm going to tear that up. Riz, but Riz is, Riz is, is, is different. Whatever <laughs> you know, whenever I tuned into the Black Issue, was episodes that I like. Like Rainbow was funny. Maybe I just like looking at um, our fine auntie. Maybe I just like looking at her because she's she's very fine. Rainbow was Rainbow was looking good, but I like that show. So I can't pick. I like both of them. I thought that show um, was nice. The comedy in the Upshaws was good. However, I could see where people would be offended. The stereotypical baby mama was a bit annoying. Sound like self-hate. Do you know any black women that act like that in real life? Yeah. I don't. It's usually your friends. I act like that? No, not you. Okay. My friends, your friends. My friends? I'm pretty sure you know you could find Somebody that's like that. Like, that's really what the women on the internet are right now. Like, she wasn't, like, the worst baby. She was letting the kid. She was letting the father see her kid. There are way more women out here worse than that. Like, let's let's just give it a buck. I don't know. I don't know that girl. I haven't seen that girl. I don't know who she is. City girls don't act like that. Saweetie's gang don't act like that. These also women with money. Yeah different okay well i don't know any girls so i like both of them but i can see why people would be upset about the upshaws and i also see the flip side where people can be like i can't relate to what's going on in black you need to pick a side i could i could relate to both of them because kenya burris is out here destroying black communities with tv shows we don't even watch who now come on now <laughs> all right all right music we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna put this to bed for once and for all all right can you please give us the list of who is destroying black communities in terms of entertainment. In the early 2000s. <laughs> in the early 2000s, it was Tyler Perry. He was ready for this. Uh-huh. In the early 2000s, it was Tyler Perry. So like, what, what changed? Like, I don't, I don't know. Because you really enjoy Sisters. I now. like Sisters. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's as dramatic as a Tyler Perry thing, but it's captivating. No, the plays were good, though. 
The plays were good. They Why? had humor. Why? No, no, they no, no, were it's good. Fine. Rep- rep- fine. It's rep- fine. They were good. Okay, go ahead, Measy. Uh, so in the early 2000s, Tyler Perry. Okay. I got Lean Away for you. I got Kenya Birds for you. I got uh, occasionally Issa Rae. Issa Rae, one of the ones who will jab you one time and then pull out. Like, she'll get you with Insecure, like, boom, that's my shit. Insecure, that's going crazy. But then she'll turn around and go do that weird movie with the Indian dude. Well, bad. Like, Hated to see it. Or she'll then be with Lakeith. Hey, Lakeith is a nigga. Hey, Lakeith and them niggas from Atlanta. Childish Gambino put them together. Like, them niggas are guys that are like, they give you one, but then be like, uh, like, like, he got a good show, Atlanta. The music ain't really all that. Nigga. Oh. <laughs> like, like there, there are a couple of them. Like, there's a okay. few people that are destroying the community. You didn't say Key and Pill? I mean, I don't... This nigga, Key does white TV shows. Yeah, you talking about Jordan Peele. And Jordan. Oh, Jordan. I only... He destroyed with Get Up... Get out! Get out! Happened, and then he tried to do it again, and nobody paid attention to it. When I he watched did both it. of them. I didn't see us. Or I watched. Yeah, us. I didn't watch it. Yeah, us was good. I watched That's anything bad. that he. I want to see the Boogeyman movie too. I'm cool. Yo, you know what I saw? Actually, I'm gonna save it for my meme. All right. Uh, let's... Hey, uh, what's that other nigga name? Who? All the Instagram comedians. Like, how many times can y'all keep doing these jokes? Like, I'm okay. Des, the girls ghetto. You from the hood in Atlanta. She's a hood girl from Atlanta. We got it. Like I got it. All right. Comedy niggas, step y'all shit up a little bit. Let's go ahead and get into our next segment. You are now tuned in. You're now tuned in to WMEZ. This week on a song of the week. Sorry, I burped. It smelled a little bit too. This song of the week this week is called 500 Degrees because it's hot as hell outside. It's 500 Degrees. This is Zayland featuring D. Gaddy here on Song of the Week. Textually active. That's how you feel. Not the one to be fucked with. Fuck your feelings, fuck that love shit. No, I can't give you bitches nothing, no, no. Cause I know they can't be trusted And I know you already know what it is Why you always tryna tell some shit Don't ask why lately I've been just I can't condone what you wish Ain't got no time for all this, yeah Not wasting time, gotta pay for it Standing still, what you waiting for? All the shit that I was made for Blowing up like a C4 Wanna ride the wave like a seashore In my own lane, fuck a detour don't talk like you gon' ride for me If you want cause they not for me Still waters on my side when I bleed I can't do this in myself when I win Not the one to be fucked with And that was the song of the week That was Zayland 500 Degrees Featuring D. Gotti That was the song of the week if you enjoyed it and you want to hear it again, you already know Textually Active has a playlist for you. Go to your favorite DSP, type in Textually Active Podcast, and the Song of the Week playlist will come up, and you too can be hot like 500 degrees mm-hmm. with WMEZ. Textually Active.
All right. So this is the part where we pull our memes out and share something funny that we've seen on the timeline this week. And I'm going to go ahead and pass the ball to E. E, you got a meme this week? Yeah. Uh, so this was, uh, I was kind of looking at something and I'm, I'm going to do a little spin to it. But the meme says, I used to yell, lie to y'all. My mom didn't say no. I did. <laughs> so now I'm just going to update that. I, I didn't say, residents say no. Resident have plans already. I already did. Okay. That was, look, look at up. Look at childhood anxiety. Look at that, passing she it never, on to somebody you else. You said no because you never asked. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to ask. Childhood anxiety is real. Yeah, that used to be painful. Yo, you think I could go? Just say no, say no. Especially if they wanted you to ask while they was on the phone. Just whispering, no, nah, no, nah, I don't want to go. All right, Measy, what you got? I'm about to be problematic as always. Bring it because in. Because I saw this and it was absolutely hilarious. Uh, hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully, Tiny knows how to fight. These reports of her enjoying eating pussy is gone. Had the girls lined up, single file line in jail for a little lick. Sure is. Sorry, T.I. and Tiny. Sure is. You going to jail now? They're going to be right at your, at your gate. I guess that's what they call it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till T.I. get to jail so it can be T.I. versus Tip. Oh, my God. That is a mess. That is, wow. Okay. All right. Uh, My meme ties into movies. And this girl said, I'm high, but was Jeepers Creeper a cicada? He didn't look like a cicada. Jeepers Creeper was a fucking cicada. It was at night. It was at night. And he did fly and jump a little bit. And then when you saw his face, his face wasn't really what it was supposed to be given. Niggas know what a cicada is, but never seen one. Like, I never right. heard right. horror stories about right, them. No, they tore Egypt up. Anyway, um, thank you all for listening to another episode of Textually Active. We drop episodes every Tuesday at 6 a.m. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at The Textually Active. uh, Textually Act on Twitter. And we will be back next Tuesday for a new episode. All right, y'all. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Textually Active Podcast. This podcast is a full-service production from the Open Media Lab. Be sure to check in every Textual Tuesday along with following them on all social media at Textually Active Pod. Textually Active is a part of the Open Media Network.